what's going on, how's it hanging, how's it happening, you guys, so this is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast, the podcast inspiring young rock and roll fans to discover new music, helped by a place they connect and feel accepted. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is definitely a band that went from literally as local as it can come from the beginning of the year, and they said they were going to make a name for themselves. Welp, in this time, they've already hit it big on Octane. They're the Octane darlings of 2023 right now. They've toured with Shinedown. They're going on tour with I Prevail, too. They're playing a couple shows with Godsmack, I think. It's nuts, man. It's nuts. And you definitely want to get them. It's Colin from the band Sleep Theory on the podcast today for a great interview, great chat. You're not going to want to miss out on it. Before we start it, though, just want to do a quick shout-out to Phoenix Fitness, who helped keep me mosh pits fit. So when I go into the pits, you know, I like to go as hard as possible all the way through. So I got to make sure, you know, I'm in the gym, be able to hit the cardio, be able to go all the whole entire way through, be able to take the hits and deliver the hits at the same time as well. They help me prepare and recover right in the gym with different types of supplements like pre-workouts, Simfree and Stimblends as well. Different types of PC recovery compounds, creatine, protein, multivalently, anything you might need to achieve your fitness goals, Phoenix Fitness has for you. So our listeners get 20% off. Use the code CPP20 at FNX. It's a comic strip of the podcast, Phoenix Fitness. This one's short because we got to get to this interview with Colin. It's a great one. So let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Core Progression Podcast. At the beginning of the year, we saw the emergence of just how big Sleep Token got. And I kept asking myself, is there going to be a band that's going to potentially rival that? Well, in 2023, when it comes to if you've been a part of Sirius XM Octane, this is going to be a band where you're like, this one is absolutely coming up and is making it happen. Two of their first singles, Another Way and Numb, absolutely hit it off. You know, taking 16 million streams, Another Way had 500,000 views on TikTok in the first 36 hours of release. And they got they got added to the Octane Accelerator program as well to keep them going and keep them rolling, which has helped out bands like Ice Nine Kills and From Ashes to New. They opened even for Shinedown in this little run from July of 2023, and they're releasing their brand new EP, Paper Hearts, on September 29th. So what better way to make sure that you're in the band and in with the band than right here? So please welcome Cullen from the band Sleep There, the podcast. So Cullen, welcome to Corporate Rest Podcast. Man. Man, thank you. That was a heck of a produ- of uh, introduction. Seriously, holy! I got my little making me feel kind of cool. <laughs> I got my little preview sheet. Whenever it comes to the introduction, I just do it on the fly, and I'm like, whatever I feel like saying that moment, I'm gonna run with. But I got all my notes right here, so I can just roll with it and actually, you know, put some actual stats behind it. Heck yeah, dude! That 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 made me feel kind of cool. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. So we're a little bit at the recording of this about a little bit over a month away from the release of the EP. So in your world right now, man, let me ask, how's everything going right now? Man, it's it's going pretty good, actually. It's going it's going really well, actually. I, I woke up today and the main stressor in my life has been eliminated, which was the fact I was buying a house and now it's been bought. Yes! Buying a house is terrible. Don't ever do it. <laughs> Just, just live in a cardboard box. It's, it's a lot better. Well, right now I'm currently living in the upper half of a duplex. I'm only renting this thing out. So any of the big repairs that go on with this house, I don't have to deal with them. Yeah, there you go. Just, just stay like that as long as you can. But man, other than that, everything, like everything's been great. Everything's been awesome. Well, first off, congratulations on buying a new house. I know that's always a big Thank thing you. to have happen. But secondly, I mean, just taking a look at the year that you've had in 23, not only with Sleep Theory, but now a homeowner at the exact same time as well. And the EP still has yet to come out. I mean, this year seems like the, the best year of Cullen. I want to put this at the end of it though. So far, 
because <laughs> you never know what's coming down later and you don't want this to be the peak. You want to keep going further and further. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Gotta get it and gotta, gotta get run with it. Just gotta keep running with it. Just, just gotta keep running with it. And it's gotta be, you know, pretty cool. Just being able to, even as you bought, just bought a home, taking a step back and seeing how far not only you've come as a person, but also with sleep theory, just from the beginning of the year till now. I mean, that's gotta be something when you reflect back on it, that it's just gotta be putting a smile on your face. Oh yeah, for sure. Of, of course. Yeah, no, it was, it was it, the thing that's funny is like at the beginning of this year, you can actually go back on my Facebook um, and you can look at a post that was made on January. I think it was 11th and or 10th, whichever one it is. Uh, and it's on my Instagram and it says that this year sleep theory is going to yada whatever way we put. I, I, I put it. It was on my personal page. No, it was on the sleep theory page. Um, and I know that it says on there, it says this year is going to be a big year for sleep theory, not because we say it's going to be, but because we're going to make it a big year. And two days later, we posted up another way and it went absolutely bonkers. It was it's stupid how that happens. It literally, it was crazy. It's like, you know, when you actually manifest something, you just like believe in it that hard. But yeah, you can go on the Instagram and you can see it literally says, it's like January 10th. I'm pretty sure it's January 10th. It says this year is going to be huge. It's going to be a big year for sleep theory. And um, not because we say it is, but because we're going to make it a big year. And that's been what the year has been. Uh, that's something been that I'll say that's insane to be able to look back at that and, uh, Say that it's not going to be a big year because you say it's going to be because you're going to make it that way. And then literally right from the get go, right from the jump of that, it, it just starts already showing the benefits of it when you release another way with how much it blew up on TikTok. And then, of course, when you get bands to blow up on TikTok, when you get songs to blow up on that platform, a lot of the ones that have really gotten grasp on there, we've seen those bands really start to accelerate and grow. We saw that in 2022, specifically with Bad Omens. We saw it earlier this year with bands like uh, Catch Your Breath and, of course, Sleep Token. And now we're seeing it with you guys at the same time as well. And you're seeing what happens when all of a sudden it's, yeah, your people are remixing the song. They're using it for their different videos. But your song's consistently being played over and over and over again. And people are seeing the name of the song and the band name as well so they can tap on it go to spotify add it to their playlist and now they're listening to it because when they're watching these videos over and over again they're listening to it and connecting to the message and connecting to how you guys are interacting with the song how each instrumental part connects with the vocals to tell that emotional <laughs> story it's something that listening through these songs it was a no-brainer why these things hit yeah man i i appreciate it dude it's been it's been an absolute grind, um, you know, and we're so glad that people are able to connect with it and, you know, really set and it resonates with people in, in the ways that it has been. You know, we get all these these messages and we get all these, um, you know, these videos of like their kids singing it, you know, them working out to it, them of their cars, you know, like I never like I'm a big car guy. So I never thought that. I'd be like the music behind like some of these car videos. And it's just really cool to see. Um, and to read the, uh, the caption, actually I did one on my Facebook. Uh, this was the one that's on Instagram. It says 2023, we're starting the new year off with a bang. We'd like to welcome Ben on board as our drummer. Uh, we've been quiet for a while, but for good reasons. Um, and it says to our goal is to overachieve, deliver and stay on everyone's radar. Number three was just watch. And that was on January 10th, I mean 12th. 
And that was the night, which is funny. That night, January 12th, I got home, made that post. And on a whim, I decided to upload the Another Way teaser to TikTok. It was on a whim. Like this post was made. I don't know what time it was made, but it had to have been later in the evening. Um, and I just decided, like, I called the guys. I was like, uh, I was like, should we make a post on TikTok just to, you know, why not? We've been thinking about how to market our music and things of that sort. Because this dude, we we had uploaded another way a year before this, actually, like before anything, we uploaded another way back in like uh, uh, March of last year. Okay, and we uploaded it, and it did like maybe six thousand numbers, you know. And uh, we're like, it's not good enough. It's not what we want. And we know what this song can do. We're not going to keep this up. So we pulled it off and we was like, we're, we're just going to figure it. We need to figure out like a marketing technique on how to like push our music. And that night, since we had just got been in, we were just feeling ourselves, feeling good and whatnot. I was like, dude, like, let's just try some different kind of marketing. And we like, let's just post it to TikTok, see what happens. And everybody was like, I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? And I was like, should I post it? I was like, sure. I was like, I guess. And I uploaded it and set my phone down, forgot about it, fell asleep, woke up, and the song was like, people were going crazy about this clip that was on TikTok. And everybody was like, where's the song? Where's the song? Where's the song? And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I called Paolo and everybody. I was like, dude, we need to upload the song. And they're like, why? And I was just like, we need to upload the song. Like, people are going crazy. Like, have you seen the numbers? And everybody was like, whoa, what the heck? I was like, yeah, like, it's blowing up. And they're like, well, Paolo was like, well, maybe we should wait a bit longer, you know? Uh, see, like, you know, you know, make them, make them want it more, I guess. I was like, dude, we have a chance now. Like, I'm not guaranteed. We're not guaranteed that these people that are, like, looking at this video are going to come back in another day. I was like, we need to upload it, strike while the, like while it's hot, and run with it. And he was like, all right, dude, I'm just going to trust your, your judgment. I was like, let's do it. And everybody trusts each other really well. And we uploaded it. And in the first day, like as a nobody local band, we put up 10,000 streams. Like within the first day it was uploaded, like everything else went up on Apple Music, YouTube, all of that stuff and went up. But on January 16th is when it went up on on Spotify and it did 10,000 songs. Um, I mean, 10,000 songs, 10,000 plays in the first, like first few, I was like, yo, I, like, you know, as a low, mm-hmm. nobody local band, you're just like, dude, these are the numbers that you get as a nobody local band in like, I don't know, a year. And mm-hmm. like, those numbers look good when you're a nobody local band, like that's cool stuff. <laughs> and to get it in a day, you're just like, dude, what is going on? And we just sit there and we watch the Spotify for artists and then, the numbers would just be ticking up. It tick, 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 tick. It's just like, dude, that is all and on. It's, it's pretty cool. Dude, that is pretty awesome to hear. And there are two main things that really stood out to me during your story with that and just how it all came to be. The first thing is, and I've heard a lot of people talk about this, when it comes to bands, especially younger bands, when you put music out there and say it doesn't do so well. And now it's like, okay, you might be wanting to go to the next thing. Well, there's a lot of people that haven't heard that song yet. You can still promote that song in some way because if it's a good song, you never know how it's going to hit. 
And with what you guys did, you pulled it off and you said, okay, we know the song can add something. We just got to market it better. And then you took a chance with something on TikTok as well. You took a chance, you put it out there and however you guys did it, however you guys put the teaser, whatever you guys did for it, it worked and it connected because you hit on some a certain emotion, a certain feeling that a lot of people from TikTok making those videos are able to get behind. So then you added to it. But the second thing is, and this is something that I've talked with a couple other people for. I know the guys from Unsigned Pop Punk, they were big on this because there was a band one of the guys like called Punk Rock Factory. They did a TikTok. They did like a 30 second cover in a pop punk style of America Fuck Yeah from Team America World Police. Fucking hysterical. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. But then he, they're like, where's the song? Where's the song? This That full version of the song did not get uploaded to Spotify for another month, maybe two. So by the time, you know, while the, while when the iron was hot for people to get into this, it wasn't available. So with the way attention spans are, with how much music is coming down the pipeline, people are going to forget about that. With you guys, you had the full song ready to go and you saw it the moment was right then and there. It's like, now we have to put it out there because... Now people are checking it out. This is what is people are interested in right now. This is where their mindset is. This is where their right. focus is, is on this song. So how can we make this work? Let's take this song. Let's make sure it's out there for people to listen to in full because now is the time we're going to get it to happen. We're going to get it to work. So then by the time they're able to go and check it out, check out the full thing. Again, like you said, it was only a couple days later that you guys had it up there. It was not long. So you yeah. guys had the attention span still of people from TikTok to come over and now you guys started growing in numbers with that. You know, I think I, I looked at today on Spotify, the song was getting close to 2 million streams already. Yeah, it's it's probably, yeah, it's probably pushing 1.8 now. Because yesterday, it's probably still at 1.7, but it's getting close to 1.8 million, which is insane to even think about, you know. Um, you know, the, um, uh, you know, the, what was the first thing that you said um, that you had uh what was it that you said that you had two things that you had stuck uh, out that bands that you know they have new music that comes out if it doesn't do so well there's a lot of people that sell it yes. so you can still promote those, yes. new, those so, songs as new so with that what you know with the way that the the teaser was put together first off palo our basis he's like he's extremely talented in a lot of things that video that was used for the teaser was also done like a year ago but we repurposed that that content and i was like what can like, what can I do with this, like, and to make it better? So, like, I literally got that whole video, screen recorded certain parts that Palo had that was already, like, like already done. And just, like, went into, like, a video editing software. And, like, a lot of the parts in the video aren't even the parts that Palo used for certain areas. But I just, like, edited it together because what I, what I wanted to do was, like you said, people's attention spans are so short. I did so many video, like, like reviews on, like, I watched videos on how to, like, make, you know, like, your your TikTok numbers up and, like, this and that, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Um, and, um, man, the video, like, I was like, this needs to be super short. It's a 17-second clip. And that is where the sweet spot is for people's attention span. Like, 17 seconds, get their attention, and then on that part of the song, I uh, I used the most attention-grabbing part. Like, that was the part that needed to be, you know, like the, because once you leave, you're dead to me. Like, it smashes into the chorus. Like, that's the part that needs to, like, people are going to grab onto. And, um, like, right then and there, like, as you said, the attention span of human beings is like, you know, it, 
you know, every time we uploaded this song, I uploaded it first on my personal page and did like 34 point something uh, thousand views. For a person that doesn't do TikTok, that's a lot of freaking views, <laughs> you know? And so like um, after that, I was like, yo, everybody repost this to the TikTok. So Paolo went to his personal TikTok and posted it up there. It did like 407, 400 and something thousand views. And then we we're just like, well, crap. Like, let's upload this to the band page. And so we went to the band page and we uploaded it. And it did another 30 something thousand views. And then we like, we waited like a day and then we've uploaded it again. And it did like, and there's one video on our page that has over 600 and something thousand views. Now, if you look at it, technically, I'm not going to sit here and say that every view was different, like somebody different, mm -hmm. but let's just say there is on every single view that 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 got let's just say it was an individual person that means in 24 hours we had already had like over 1 million views collectively on just that one clip on three different pages you're not guaranteed like okay if we waited like another month we might get lucky and maybe people are still interested and let's just say 300,000 of them like look at it or maybe 200,000 uh I like the idea of the one million of finding it. So strike while it's hot and keep running with it. Well, even thinking about just kind of going from the numbers perspective, if it was, so again, you take a million views on it across all those platforms for thir like that, that short period of time. Now let's just be, I'm, I'm just going to be more realistic, but also cautiously realistic. Let's just mm -hmm. say that only 10% of those are unique and the other 90% are just maybe repeats or they maybe the people saw them two or three times scrolling through, maybe 10 times. Or so let's say now we're down to 100,000. So that's 10% of that. And then only 1% of that when you post the song the first day, go to Spotify and check it out. But still, because of just one video, Recycle on the White Iron is Hot, for that first day you had 10,000 streams on that song. And then it kept picking up momentum and kept going because, again, you think about it from any band's perspective, all the bands that are trying to grow in the, grow in the scene, trying to get noticed a 10,000 stream day is absolutely insane. It's incredible. So yeah. that's something that you got to be proud of. And that's just, again, taking it from that, that idea and being as cautiously realistic as possible. Realistically though, to be honest, probably from unique views, you're probably looking about maybe out of that a million, maybe like 400, 500,000, which is still really damn yeah, yeah. good. For sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's, and you know, as, as I like to say, man, to go from a nobody local band, like we, nobody knew who we were, like not even in our, like we did one show of day seeker as an opener and like we did, like people were like, yo, whoa, what is this? You know, like, where did these guys come from? Um, and that was really cool. But you know, even still it's just like, it's, it, I was talking to my buddy last night, you know, I've been doing music for like uh, 15 years. Um, and it's just like, definitely don't want that on the podcast. <laughs> I have four dogs. Um, okay. And they, they sometimes they just uh, spark up sometimes. Um, but where was I at? Um, yeah, yeah. So for like uh, for like a nobody local band, you know, like we did a show with Dayseeker uh, as an opener. And people were like, yo, what the, what is this? You know, and 
it, it just it it I, I, these dogs really don't got me all confused. Where was I going with that? <laughs> so like as a nobody local band, you know, you take a look. You did one show with Dayseeker, and was like, oh, who, where the hell did these guys come from? But then it's where do you go from there? Because there's a lot of bands that maybe get that local opening spot, take it by storm. But then how do you maximize on that opportunity? And yeah. then later on, what you yeah. guys end up doing to make and this so, go? I, and, you know, that's that's where I was getting. It's just like you know, a lot of people just. I've been doing music for 15 years, and like it's it was like my buddy told me last night. He's just like, man, like there's so many people in the world. So you know, when people sit there and they think about like, oh, you know, like my parents said it all the time. You know, there's there's always other musicians that want to be just, musicians just as bad as you. So that tells me that there's competition out there. Like, mm-hmm. what are the chances of like Sleep Theory actually making it? Like, you know, it's cool and all, but like, there's other people that want it just as bad. And so, whenever you find, whenever you get those moments like that, man, you have to, you have to run with it. You have to do everything in your power to, you know to keep going with it. And that's just something that even now, like we, we need to keep our minds like on to, because like, you know, it's just not like, it wasn't a handout. Like it was in a way, like we got lucky, but at the same time, like just cause you get lucky doesn't mean that like all these other cool things just happen because of luck. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to keep the flame fueled. Like you might get lucky when you're making a fire and get that one spark. But once the spark is there and you see smoke, you don't just throw up your hands and say, Oh, I'm done. The fire's gonna come. No, you have to continue to like nurture it, to like fuel it, to get that flame going. I think that truthfully, like where we sit, as cool as things are, I think that we could get a bigger flame than this. Like, and maybe that's just me being, uh, you know, optimistic or you know, biased towards like the whole thing. Is just, but I truly believe that. I I feel like we can be. I think we can be that next big band if if done correctly. I I absolutely connect with every bit of that due to the fact that from a podcast perspective, I'm kind of in the same boat where, you know, there's a lot of things I've been trying to do, a lot of great things, but it's, you got to find that moment where you get that little spark and then how do you build off of that? How do you run with it? I started doing some reaction content and someone put in the comments, hey, check out this band from Indonesia, three girl, all metal band. They all wear the hijabs because they're all Muslim. And I'm like, you know what? Let's give him an opportunity called Voice of Bachaprat. Let's give him an opportunity. Let's give him a shot. Let's see if this happens. I had him on the podcast. Quickly turned the episode around because they announced their new album in US 2 or literally during it. Had no idea that was going to happen. Put it out mm-hmm. there. In the first day, it had, in the in the first two days, the episode got 10,000 views. Never had that happen before. Even that, like, that fast. It was nuts. And then the subscriber count kept coming. It's like, okay, how do I foster this? Clipped up the video. Had a couple of different clips out there answering every single comment I could. Then they started doing reaction content to their to their new album when as their singles were being released. I started feeding into that, doing more of that stuff. And things just started growing and growing and growing to the point where yesterday I got to see the band live for the first time. And then That's awesome. took took a chance on something, messaged their band management. I'm like, hey, you know, maybe we can get, I can meet them and just say thank you for what they've done because that, I, that was an incredible opportunity. That turned into doing an eight-minute live interview with them after the show. That was awesome. So that's it's like awesome. I empathize with that where it's, yeah, it's you might be a piece of luck that's in there because I never would have found out about the band had no had this one person not put it in the comment section of a reaction video of me looking at it. But it's what action you're going to take when you get that spark and then how do you drive forward with it. For you guys, it was how do you drive forward with the spark that TikTok has brought you and you guys kept piling in on it. You guys kept growing it. You guys kept getting the song out there. And then by the time Numb came out, 
Numb hit the exact same way as well. I mean, both songs were on top of Sirius Saxon Octane for three weeks each. That's yeah. that's something that doesn't happen all the time. That barely yes. happens no, all the time it, for it, a band over the course of the same year. Yeah, no, it's it's actually really cool, man. Like, um, and as you said, you know, like you said, whenever it happened for you, you hit every single comment. Um, the guys will tell you that for the next, like, after we release the song, for the for the next like few days after um man i lost 10 pounds within like a like a short amount of time it was really weird it was really well like i first off i was like i was just like stressed out and all that Mm -hmm. stuff and whatnot and when they say stress will make you lose weight really it will like i lost weight because i wasn't sleeping because i was up throughout the night hitting comments like talking to people and i know steve like if he hears this he's gonna go crazy like he's always about engaged fans like but that first night man is just like he's like you know first off we love engaging with our fans but like that first night you just like you you don't know what to do so man like i my mind was restless all night because i was like every time i put my phone vibrate i would wake up and uh, respond anytime i you know like i felt this or that like i just want to see where the counts were i just want to see this and see that and you know like it Every single comment we were hitting, man, it was just like, and it made all the more difference. And it still does make all the more difference. Um, it, it's just, it, it, it's, it's, man, I, I, it, I was out of sleep. Like, out of sleep, out of sleep. And I, the guys, I went to practice one day and they're just like, dude, you need to go to bed. I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. They're like, dude, go to bed. I, say, I don't know what to do. I don't know. They're like, turn your phone off and go to bed. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. And I'll peek at my phone and they'll be like, you stop. <laughs> I, I get that completely. You're kind of like, I'm the same way. I'm, if I get something going, I'm amped about it. I'm feverish. I can't sleep. So I got to keep going through it. Got to keep pushing through it, which is probably a detriment at some point in the long run because I don't sleep very much. So it, it happens. Yeah. But when it right. comes down to it, again, you took the song release, the songs releasing, and so many people are commenting on this stuff. And you're taking the opportunity to engage with them and create that personal connection because think about this. What was your favorite band when you were a kid? Um, Linkin Park. Okay. This is where I'm going with this. So Linkin Park releases a new music video. Say you just comment on their video on YouTube or they put a post out on Facebook or MySpace back in the day when MySpace was still a thing and you commented on it and then you got a direct comment back from like Mike Shinoda or Chester Bennington. How much yeah. would that have meant to you just thinking about it yeah. in this perspective? Yeah, it, it would have been, it would have made like a world of difference you know and that's exactly how we you know that's how we look at it um and that's why whenever things were popping off that way that's why i wanted to hit every single comment because if the in my mind it was just like if the music doesn't get up in time to where these people some of these people don't see it like i want to at least make them think about you know like if 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 you know if it doesn't get up in time i want them to think about oh this guy actually responded you know and and I always had that mentality anyway to where like, you know, we, like I said, I've been doing music for like 15 years, but within that time, dude, before January 12th, I was still that person in the crowd. I was still that fan that went to shows that would look at so many of these, you know, great artists that I respect and be like, man, you know, like I, I, you know, I would love to talk to this person, do this and that. So the way I look at it, just like, I want to be that person that's approachable. I want to be that person that I would like to see 
like my favorite musician be. Like I want to engage with people the way I would want, how I want myself to be engaged with, you know? And that's why it shows in things that sort of like, I'm not going to go after a show and run and hide in the back. I'm not going to go and like have this persona to where like, oh yeah, he's too cool to be talked to. Dude, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit there. I'm going to come out in the front because I'm, I still consider myself a fan. Like, yeah, dude, like this has been eight months, you know, and like we've got Octane, we've gone on tour Shinedown and this and that. I still consider myself to be a fan. And I feel like if we never forget like that feeling of how a fan would feel, then I think that we can, there's nothing that we can't really do because that means we're going to give people the respect that are, are truthfully building us and making us the musicians that we are. If we give them that respect and, you know, then they're always going to love us the way that we love them. And that's what really matters truthfully. And especially when I think about a lot of the bands I've had on the podcast and bands that I have seen, especially as they're continuing to grow, as they're continuing to build up their 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 name, as they're going to build their you know their music and give up the built the fan base. Especially they're going out on these tours and they're having these opening spots. It's there's certain bands you see them back at the merch table, you see them talking with people, you see them just being in the crowd. Heck, I mean, there's videos of uh, the guys in a void when they went on tour with Wage War because I've had them on a podcast a couple of times. Their lead singer Benny was crowd surfing playing a Fortnite and Nintendo Switch just to try and get the guys in Wage War to laugh. And it's right. just like you, if you're in the crowd, you see it. It's like, oh my god, this is so dang cool. And now you want to get to talk, go talk to them and you want to talk to, you know, if you love Wage War, you want to go talk to Wage War, but you want to go talk to these guys as well because look at what they're doing. They're they're enjoying the show just like this and they're making it even better. From your standpoint, it's you want to, you're still a fan. You still want to be out there. You still want to be connecting with people and you still want to be connecting with these bands live like you did, you know, nine, 10 months ago. If you're just saying the crowd, like you said, kind of that just person in the crowd wishing that, you know, this could be this thing. Now you're there and you're still remembering what it's like to be in that position you're still remembering oh, yeah. what it's like to be that fan and how important it is for those fans to get that connected connection to you there's bands that i've seen and it's just like yep they come off stage they go by the merch table i go say hi to them and we're, it's like yeah we want to hang out for a little bit because i've had them on the podcast but then i see they got a long line of people that also want to talk to them i i know i know myself talking with them is just as important as talking to me so i'll step to the side and i'll get my turn again the next time yeah and, and and that's what it is, man. It's just like having, you know, when we went on tour with Sean, man, it was really cool. Like the a lot of people that never heard us before, like just came and man, we we got off, we had our set. It was like from seven thirty to eight, and we got back to the merch by eight fifteen. From eight fifteen until like twelve, almost one, like we were back there, just like talking to people, signing this taking pictures and this is the first show we've played in those states and like shinedown that was the fourth show we've ever played like in 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 total you know like like we played uh day seeker back in 2022 we played memphis in may which was you know a festival here in memphis which is a huge deal we played lafayette's uh which was like a little hometown feel we really don't count that one and then we played um Bad Omens After Party at Minglewood. So that was the fifth show, but we're not counting off yet. So we're just going to say the, <laughs> the fourth yeah. show. Um, but, I mean, and Dayseeker was like the first show that we played when nobody really even knew who we were. Like, if we're counting this year, then it would be the third show. But it, it's, you know, it, it was it's just crazy how how it just, like, took off and, and how things 
how people received us so well and so lovingly, man. It's just like, it's absolutely insane. Like to go to a show and like for us to have sold as much merch as we did to people that never heard us before. It's just like, man, like it's just, it's humbling. It really is. It's really crazy. Um, and it's just, it's just really great. It really is. Again, just the fact that during those shows, I mean, you took taking the opportunity, you guys had your music pop off, you guys made sure that it was going to continue on. And then for your fourth show ever, again, not calling Lafayette, the fourth show you guys play, you're going on, you're going on a run with Shinedown, who are one of the best bands to see live, no, regardless of it, the energy, the showmanship, everything around that show, you do not want to miss it. And you had a lot of people that were connecting with you guys who had a 30-minute set coming to the merge table, talking with you, connecting with you, building up that relationship, building up that respect, and building up that fan base so that you have this connection as a family to them. And you're staying there at the merge table every night from, you know, the time your set ends to by the time, you know, the venue's telling people, all right, you have to leave now. That's exactly what it was. Like you guys are, you guys are doing everything that I think that, you know, especially when it comes to a band that's really growing a band that what you guys should be doing and taking advantage of it every step of the way with yeah. Shinedown, with how many people are, how many people love Shinedown, all those shows were sold out. Like there, you couldn't get a ticket yeah. to any of them and right. taking the opportunity to make sure you connected with all those people and make so many new fans. So that by the time, you know, when this EP comes out, you know, all the fans that found you on TikTok are waiting for this stuff. All the fans that saw you with the run with Shinedown are waiting for this stuff. And I know you guys got a couple other shows coming up too. And it's like, isn't one with I Prevail as well? I saw that. I was like, Jesus Christ. In this year alone, from again, when you made that post on January 12th, at that point in time, you were still just another face in the crowd. And then a couple months later, literally half a year later, you're on tour with Shinedown. You're going to be playing with I Prevail. What yeah. what's gonna be happening? It's just maddening to see, but it's yeah. so cool to see at the same time. Yeah, it's man, it's 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 insane. And you know the thing that's funny, and well, two things. Um, first, you know, after each show, like we went back there and you know we talked to and connected with fans and signed this and signed that. Not because it's just like you know, I feel like sometimes musicians do it, or I don't want to say I shouldn't say that, but we want to be back there. You know, this isn't like a whole, like, okay, we got to go back there. We got to connect with people. We got to do like, it's not a, we got to, it's like, man, we want to. And I like, we want to go up there. We want to meet these people because that's what we would want. Like, it's so cool that we're now like, you know, it's, I feel like two things that are are really cool about this whole situation is, well, let me, I shouldn't say two things. And I don't know how many numbers it is. I might go under, I might be uh, over, but, um, What's cool about it is it's like, you know, a lot of people would be like, oh, you skipped a lot of like blocks or a lot of steps to get to where you are and this and that, yada, yada. You know, you're right. You're right. We may have not been a band for X amount of time to work this hard to get to this place. And, you know, maybe there's other bands that have worked this hard to get to that place. And from the way people look at it, it's it's not fair. Well, I grew up and I could say life ain't fair, right? You mm-hmm. could say that's not the way life goes sometimes because in the new day and age, like we've seen it time and time again, that people just like, man, like whenever I was working, 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 there's this 16 year old kid that does a TikTok dance and he's just way beyond where I would ever think I would be. And so it's just like, you know, it's just, it's not, 
it's not so much it, it's just it's cool how it works but at the same time like what's cool about it is just because we skipped like places i guess you could say this is the way that we see the comments and things and so mm-hmm. people say we skipped and we had it easy i would say that is not as easy if anything like it's just as much a grind if as the other way is because now now that you have the spotlight you have to fight to keep it it's not like you've been working like we've been working for years to get the spotlight so it's not that grind but now that we've had it we have to hold it now that we're a band that only has one song out how can we maximize staying relevant like our struggle is not the fact getting there it's staying there and people i guess have an idea of thinking that like oh they got here because they got lucky we did get lucky but what did we do with that luck we didn't stay lucky we had to keep fueling it you know we had to keep posting these tiktoks we had to keep you know being creative on how to market one song like we only had one song to market that's all we could do and then for another two for two months almost three we didn't release the second song and then it was just like, what can we do to market this correctly and stay relevant? Like that in itself, like was extremely difficult to do. You know, like how can you market one song on TikTok for two months and stay relevant? And then like you you tease a whole bunch of people in the world as if you have like some big nuts swinging. Like you're you're <laughs> that guy. To think that, like, oh, yeah, you got one song and you think people are going to stick around and see your second? You know, who are you? Well, guess what? We got to figure it out. <laughs> we got to figure out how to do it. So we did it. And then Numb came out. And then that one, we had to market for four months. So, like, you know, it's not it's, you when you get it, it's not just like, oh, you made it. No, we didn't just make it. Like, I lost sleep. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> You know, and mm-hmm. what I was getting at about that is just like since we did, you know, make get to where we were in such a short amount of time, you know, a lot of bands and a lot of bands like, man, they work so hard and I have so much respect for them. And I love these bands. But sometimes what happens is these bands may get to a certain point because they work so many years to get there. Now they're tired. Now they're just like we're here and we're here to do the music. Let's get it done. And they've lost the feeling of being a fan. So now it's just like strictly business. It's strictly business. Hey, like after we play, I'm out. You know, I'm going to do the meet and greets. But after meet and greets, I'm trying to go lay down. Like, you know, whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. But I see a golden opportunity for us to take the amount of time that a normal band would have grinded to like then get to where they would have been. And they lost that feeling of being a fan. Now we can grind, still have that feeling of being a fan. And still being fun and outgoing and wanting to connect with people because it's still new to us. Like we've got X amount of years of excitement because it's new to us. It really is. It's it's new. It's refreshing. It's it's time to go. Let's let's do it. I want to talk to you. Let's take a picture. Let's do this. Let me sign this. Let me do this. Let me do that because we just got it. So, I mean, like we can look at the negatives. We could look at this and that. But I mean, like truth, I don't think there really is any negatives. I mean, besides the fact, you know, we had to market one song and just stay relevant. That was tough. That was tough. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, it was tough, but it was absolutely worth it. And uh, one of the other things that just while you were speaking about that, it kept reminding me of this. I had a conversation with Rick, the lead singer of Adelita's Way. And one of his big things was for how many years, 
how many years do we hear people talk about rock is dead, metal is dead, and all the bands that, and all these new bands are trying to come up and they're only promoting the old ones. But all of a sudden it took these bands, you know, eight, nine, 10 years before they started getting some traction. And then all of a sudden that's when people started picking up on them. And we're wondering why, you know, rock metal music is taking seats behind hip hop, behind pop, behind country music. Well, where look at where they were promoting when a band when a band or an artist there when they just start taking off and they hit on something they all get behind them and elevate them and we want to see that happen because that's going to continue to grow the rock and metal scene and you guys are an absolutely great example of even though those comments are saying well you know they didn't put in the time oh maybe they skipped some steps well think about this we're not disrespecting any of the bands that put in all that time and skip and put no, in the grind. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. What we're saying is take a look at what Sleep Theory did. You guys had a moment. You guys struck some luck, but instead of just saying we're lucky and we're just going to ride this out, you made sure that that was going to continue to grow and continue to succeed so that when all of a sudden it's like, okay, we've never heard this band before and now they're popping up and now we're seeing them. Now people are getting behind you guys. People are starting to push you. Sirius XM Octane is so behind you guys. As a band that, you know, you put technically when it came, came to having one song out at the beginning of the year, what, what, who else has done that? Who else has been able to do that? But it's something where now we're seeing at least something when it comes to helping out, you know, bands that are get some sort of traction, get some yeah. sort of success early on, and let's elevate them to see where they go. Because again, you guys marketed the hell out of one song for two months to stay relevant, which is in this world of social media, in this world of short attention spans maddening just absolutely maddening but you guys did it you guys took the opportunity and you made it succeed and now you guys are going in gonna be releasing a brand new ep you guys got to play with shine down but i prevail it's just like my yeah. god it's insane and, and but the thing is you guys took the opportunity and you ran with it and now we're starting to see rock and metal tastemakers start to actually get behind bands that are popping off early so we can continue to help the scene grow and grow. So, yeah. And, and the thing, you know, like, first off, we aren't ever, you know, we know what, what time we live in and things of that sort, you know, people say, Oh, this isn't fair. And they're, you know, we've never had any other, we've never had any bands like say that to us or anybody like everybody in the music scene is extremely like excited. It's just like, you get like these super fans that get on, they'll like comment for the other bands and be like, it's not, you know, and, you know, it, you know, I was joking whenever I say life ain't fair, but I mean at the same, it's not even it's not even a situation of life isn't fair or something's not fair. That's where it's just like the way that things happen, and you know, and man, we've been accused of being an industry plant because it just doesn't happen this way. You know, we, we've been accused of being a fake band, or we've been accused of being like a oh, I bet they only sound like this recorded, but when they get live, they're gonna suck. You know, it man, we've been accused of so much. And as you said, like, uh, you know, talking about the fact that we had to promote a song for, you know, two months, we did, but that wasn't our only option. I think people also have like this idea that that was our only option to like, once we hit, like with this one song, we were went back to the drawing boards and was scrambling to figure out what we write next. No, we've had, we, this been a studio project for three years and we have, we had like, still have like okay so there's six songs on the ep before that we had nine songs finished already so it was like it was a okay this song struck it would have been easy to be like this song went absolutely crazy we'll release it and these other seven songs 
But no, that's stupid marketing because people are going to hear the first song and they may not grasp. Like if you release something like that, then people will be interested in it for, you know, their attention spans. They'll probably be interested in maybe two months max. And then, you know, you're just off in the wind again. But if you take that two months and you promote and then, you know, you go to your next song, drop it. Then you go to the next one, then drop it again. You're keeping people's like their interest peaked. Because by the time they're done listening to another way, they're just like, all right, I'm tired of this song, you know, yeah. whatever, man. Like, I'm tired of it. And then you drop Numb, they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then they listen to Numb, they're like, oh, this is the freaking greatest thing I've ever heard. Huh? And then they go back to another another way, and they listen to it, and they're like, man, dude, I love this freaking song. And then by the time that you drop, like, you're done promoting Numb, they're like, man, I'm so tired of freaking Numb. Like, you know, you drop them with another one. And they're like, oh, my gosh. You know, and then they start freaking out again. And then you're like, man, let me go back to listen to Numb. They listen to Numb. You're like, yeah, I love this. And they go back to listen to another way. That's how you stay relevant. You know, like you just don't show all your cards and just be done with them. Be like, yep, this is it. Like roll on your, on your back like a chihuahua and let people run over you. You know, you got to like, you have to have a like a tactic behind what you're doing. Like, man, it, yes, as a musician, it would have been so fun and so cool just to drop everything that we have. And just, you know, say, hey, this is who we are at Sleep Theory. This is mm-hmm. our style. And be done. But it, it just, it's not how we can do things. But people have accused us of being industry plants. People have accused us of buying our way to do, man, look. For years, I was a broke musician. I'm still broke. <laughs> I ain't got money to be throwing to, like, get to the top. I'm too competitive, bro. I'm a gamer. I like to fight. I like to get to what I, I, I like. I like ranked, man. Like, I don't want to just have like whatever and just like, yeah, I bought my way to the top. There's no, there's no, there's no joy behind it. There's no in, enjoyment. You know, you just can't. Nah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, there's no challenge by it. And also for people saying like, oh, they're an industry plant. People said that about Bad Omens when Death of Peace of Mind started popping off. That's what they were saying. Like, oh, Death Bad Omens is an industry plant. They've been out for two, like, they've been out for over, at this point, over six years when their debut album dropped in 2016. So people knew about them. Like, they were, they, they were, like, they were there. And when it comes down to when I think about a big key behind it is, what you guys have done when it comes to marketing these songs, when it comes to release and make sure the attention span from people is still there is absolutely on point. But the one thing that also has to be there that we didn't even mention is when it comes to the songs, you have to make sure that these songs also stand out as well. Because like if you release one song and it's like, okay, it's gonna be the good best song, but it's okay. You know, it's okay. And people are into it for a month. And then the other seven that you might release are just people just don't get into now it's just not there. So when I was listening to the singles, you know, Another Way Numb and then Gone or Sane, the thing that made me think about why this is just going to continue on for you guys is listening to those songs, getting into the emotion of them from the emotional journey you go on in a song. Close your eyes, listen to it, listen to the lyrics, listen to the instrumentals, see how everything flows together. And then we always like to put ourselves in those, like in that song, create a story around it and connect with it from something from our lives because that's how we connect with these songs in an emotional standpoint. The way you guys write this, the way you guys compose it, the way you guys put it together, the emotional journey you go on is so broad, but also so rigid at the same time where we can go into any variety, we can go into any situation in our minds that we want to connect to the song. So it's open in that interpretation. But when we get there, the song also structured, it's so rigid in emotion to the point where we follow along in that journey and we feel it every step of the way. So it's something mm-hmm. where we can connect on so many different things and then we finally connect into that moment in our heads 
we can follow along that emotional journey you guys are putting us on from the instrumentals, from the vocals, how everything flows together to the point where you feel like you just went through something after hitting it, after feeling it, after hearing it. It's just, it, it's it's something that great, great bands and great songwriters can end up doing is when you can drive that emotion and connect every step of the way from start to finish and do it continuously from different song to different song to different song. And you guys yeah, have done on the singles here, so I'm excited that, to see what the rest of the EP has in store. Yeah, that's exactly what we were going for, man. You know, like whenever we write, we want to write that is, you know, first off, shout out to our producer, David Cowell. Like, man, he's he's just one of those people that's just like behind the scenes that people just don't know about. But he's just as much as in, you know, we call him our, you know, our shadow member. But, dude, like he's he does so much for this band, you know, and he does a lot. Um, but that's what we do when we get in there like these like we don't try to write a song that's like left up to interpretation of what somebody may think it may mean. Like we try to write it so like plainly and simply that people can understand it and like, okay, I get it. Like there's no, like there's no confusion, confusion of what this person is talking about. And then from there, it's just like, whenever I sing it, like, I think like lyrically, I, you know, I really do think, I don't think of like, Oh, this is a cool way to sing it. I'm going to sing it. I try to like <clears throat> dip down and like really push on certain emotions pull back on certain emotions, like pronunciate certain things and just like, or like say it with a grit or like say it with a softness in certain words and phrases. So it's emotionally like you can hear me like, like on one of the songs in the EP is just like, um, on it's over. <clears throat> and one point in the song, I do that. And I think it's like the perfect spot for it. Not to like, you know, build my, it's just <laughs> whenever you sing it, like, relay the emotions that you're feeling into the song so people can resonate with that feeling. You know, and I remember that uh, you just said something about Bad Omens. I remember going to a Bad Omens show back when Bad Omens was small enough to fill up this local venue in Memphis called Growlers. And it was in 2019. And this is back when they released their song Limits. Um, and I'm pretty, yeah, it was 2019 because it was before, before COVID. They're still doing live shows. And I went to that show I think in my old band, we actually played with them. In my old, old band, like we were local local. Um, but I remember listening to them and I was like, these guys are good. I was like, and I could see these guys blowing up. I was like, I guarantee you, if this guy starts singing more on these freaking songs, they're going to go absolutely berserk because he has a great voice. And the next album, it seems... He was singing all over it, and they blew the freaking heck up. I was like, yo, this is dope. Like, Bad Omens is cool. Like, they're really cool. And it's just, like, it's really cool to see that, you know, they went from, like, this growler size band, which Growlers is cool. Like, Growlers mm -hmm. is a cool spot here in Memphis. Um, but then to Minglewood here in Memphis. Minglewood is huge. And, like, that's that's just, like, it's – and then not to mention that, like, that's like the biggest venue in Memphis for like, like you know, bands of mm -hmm. this genre. Um, but now they're just like, they're doing crazy numbers, man. And it's just really cool to see. It really is. It really is. And the one of the coolest things is the way that you guys work, the way that you guys write, the way you guys are thinking about this stuff and continuing to think, you know, and, ha and have that feeling of we're still kind of the fans here because we remember what it was like still to connect with people on that aspect. Man, it's going to be somewhere by the end of 2023 after the EP comes out. People are going to be like, yeah, Sleep Theory is going to be that band that we're going to want to keep an eye on. And we're going to want to connect with every step of the way because 
This is something that is absolutely powerful, incredible music, and we don't want to miss out on this. And I know you got to get going into the studio to still record some stuff. So I unfortunately we're gonna have to end it here, but I would love to continue this conversation. So as we bring it to its conclusion, one thing's like to do is give you Colin a chance, say whatever you want to say, plug or promote, plug or plug, promote or promote at the end of the podcast. So my friend, the floor is yours. Um uh, well, I guess it, it would just be man, thank you to everyone that's been supporting us uh, this far and continue to uh, support us. It's been, it has been truly uh, a dream that I thought, and I could say for the other guys that we thought we would never, you know, achieve. You know, seven months ago, eight months ago, we were just this local band and um, just doing the right thing, staying humble and being right, good to people is what put us where we are. So, I mean, like, I feel like, I feel like that is something that people lose sight of. So always do, do right by people, be good to people and, and just follow whatever you want to do, like whether it, whatever it is. And I guess if I want to plug anything, shout out to our manager, Steve, he puts up with the four stooges. Uh, it would be myself, Paolo, Ben and Daniel. Uh, all the time. And then shout out to our producer, uh, David Cowell. He is absolutely amazing. And shout out to everybody else that's been supporting us locally. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's well shout said. Shout out to Epitaph for taking a chance on us, actually. <laughs> shout out to Octane, Pandora, all those things, man. Like, it's just, it really is just, it's surreal. It really is. And it's it's just amazing. It's really humbling. That's a perfect add-on to the end of it. So now it's time for me to end this podcast with three things. First things first. Remember, Paper Hearts, the brand new EP from Sleep Theory, comes out on September 29th. So what you want to do is make sure you pre-save it, pre-order it, you know, do all the stuff, get some merch, whatever it is. So go to script for the podcast, which says find Sleep Theory Online. You're going to see links for all the social media, links for YouTube, links for, you know, their website where you can get some merch and where you can go pre-order the album, stream it, buy it, whatever you need to do. It's going to be down there for you. I'm doing all the legwork. All you got to do is click the link. Now it's time for number two. Colin, whenever I've guessed on the podcast, I enjoy the podcast, which obviously this one absolutely hit from the get-go. This is this in my mind the whole entire time. I like to, to make a certain promise to say thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for taking the time. And I like to support the band any way I can. So my promise starts with when, because that means this is going to happen day and time yet to be determined. When I get to see you perform live for the first time, I'm going to go all Liam Neeson on your ass from Taken. I'm going to look for you. I will pursue you. I will find you. And when I find you, I'll say hi. And first round's on me. Hey, there we go. Hey, follow it up with a hug, bro, because we're huggers out here. So, look, big hug. Oh, perfect. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to do that as well. So, now it's time for number three. And, Colin, I cannot end this podcast by saying goodbye because I got to make good on that promise. And this was so much fun. I would love to have you back on as a guest in the future. This was too yes, cool. I, I would love to keep talking with you, especially seeing how the band's going to grow even through the rest of 2023. So, my friend, this is not goodbye. This is I'll see you later. Yes, sir. Well, folks, I'm here with Colin from the band Sleep Theory. Now it's time for Kevin's final thought. This one's going to be a little bit different because instead of doing a final thought, I want to give a shout out to someone that um, the day of recording this episode, I found out that we unfortunately lost. And that was one of the biggest supporters of the podcast early on. His name was Joe Alfano. Uh, he he was very big in promoting as many metal men rock bands as possible, doing as much on social media as he could, starting as many groups as he could for bands like Kingdom Collapse, Outlier, 
um above snakes i believe he may have done the envision one as well there's a lot of the bands that he connected with and he connected us with a lot of those bands as well he connected us with outlier connected us with above snakes connected us with avoid the first time and more he's the one that started the serious xm octane fan club page where i first found out about sleep theory and he's the guy that you wanted to have in your corner because he was going to support you every step of the way he was the one that made sure that young rock and metal bands had a place and had someone that they knew that was going to be able to support them and was going to be behind them every step of the way. And I got to say, the rock and metal fans, I mean, we, we lost a great one with him. So I want to take this time to remember Joe Alfano to, in post-modern media, media, thank him for all that he has done for rock and metal. Thank, for, thank him for all the people that he has connected us with and thank him for his spirit as well because... Life wouldn't have been as cool, and this podcast wouldn't have been as cool without him. So thank you, Joe. And make sure you connect with Sleep Theory as well. So best way to do that is go straight to the podcast. Go where it says Find Sleep Theory Online. Links levels for everything are going to be down there. So as you get where you can pre-order the Purple Heart, or pa- Paper Heart. Why did I say Purple Heart? Paper Heart EP. Also make sure you subscribe to the Corporate Progression Podcast. Your audio version, hit the subscriber follow button. If you're on YouTube, hit the button right down here. New episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday. Clips throughout the week and a Friday reaction video just for fun for you guys. Hit the like video on the hit the like button on the video as well because that helped push in the algorithm. Also, thank you, Phoenix Fitness, once again. Swap subject code ZVP20 at FX.com. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. Thank you, everybody, once again. Thank you, Colin. I cannot wait to meet you in person, man. So on that note, that's gonna be for today, guys. Thank you for watching, listening to the Card Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one. So big, healthy, and hearty. See y'all. Yeah.